0: Hi there. So happy to be with you. Oh, gosh. What a beautiful day it is so far. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm so grateful that we get to be together today. What a blessing. Mm, I'm so inspired. Hmm. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude together. And... Let's open our hearts and minds to the very highest possibility of love. Yes, our very life. So grateful to join together in this moment, knowing the truth that sets us free. So we call upon the company of heaven, the Shambhala Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of Light, White Brotherhood, Christ Consciousness Mentors, Karmic Board, Beloved Adawi, Elohim, all the archangels, the entire company of heaven, we call upon all that is holy to support us in our awakening and our choice to be our true selves. We're accepting the atonement for ourselves, we're choosing salvation. Choosing to know as God knows. To live as our God selves. To walk on the earth as ascended masters. Sharing the benefits with everyone. Oh, so beautiful. So I'm going to share that prayer for transformation and ascension from Aurelia Louise Jones My beloved I Am Presence I acknowledge you as the source of my being and life I ask for the divine plan for my life and my holy purpose on earth to be made manifest now Please shine your love and your light into my heart and into all my chakras into my mind, my feelings, and my physical body. I hold myself willing and ready to receive more of Thy light and Thy presence so that I may express and expand my consciousness through Thy Christ light and wisdom. I ask that You monitor my heart and feeling world to receive daily and in all matters of my life The wisdom and guidance that will quickly take me with ease and grace through the seven temples of the path of initiation to receive the gift of my ascension as soon as I meet all requirements. Charge all conditions and activities of my physical life with your sacred fire love, purity, beauty, grace, divine perfection, and with all the God attributes of the seven sacred flames. Reveal your divine will to me daily and release in me the illumination ray of the mind of God. Infuse in me the healing power of your eternal presence. And so be it. Beloved, I am. Beloved, I am. Beloved, I am. Taking that breath together. And sharing the Another ascension prayer from Patricia Cota uh, (laughs) Aurelia Louise Jones (laughs) they all become the same to me (laughs) so it's called I accept the gift of my ascension now beloved heavenly father mother God in my own God presence I am within and above me I greet you and send you my purest divine love and gratitude i thank you for the gift of life and i ask for the gift of my ascension in the realm of light and love it is my desire and intention to fulfill my divine plan on earth and assist the earth and my fellow men to do likewise i ask that you prepare my soul for my ascension in this life and put before me all the lessons i need to learn to successfully pass All levels of the seven sacred initiations to qualify for my ascension. I ask for the purification process necessary to make this happen be shown to me daily. I also ask that my purification unfold with love, ease, grace, wisdom, and gentleness. With the deepest love, humility, and surrender, I now make this request. With the deepest love, humility, and surrender, I open myself to receive the gift of my ascension. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I open myself to receive the gift of my ascension. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I declare that as a child of God, I am worthy of my Ascension. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I accept my Ascension now, and I fully accept my Divinity. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I accept all the gifts that are mine to receive as a unified being. I give thanks for the gift of my ascension in this life. And so be it. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. So we take that breath knowing that we are worthy of our awakening. We don't have to earn it. We allow it. We open ourselves to receive the gift of our awakening. We allow ourselves to accept the gifts of our divinity. We allow ourselves to receive all the gifts that are ours to receive. We broadcast the blessings that are ours to share. Aurelia has a beautiful invocation to the golden pink ray. If you read the Violet Flame book by Patricia Robles, she talks about the peach ray, uh, which is, she says, is the 11th ray or the uh, 11th solar aspect of Deity. That's what she calls the rays, solar aspects of deity. Uh, Call them flames, rays, solar aspects of deity, whichever works for you. I tend to use ray or flame. I guess it's easier than solar aspects of deity, but they all make sense to me. And one of the things about... Our experience in this human realm is perception. So some people call this ray an orange ray. Patricia Robles calls it a peach ray. Aurelia Louise Jones calls it the golden pink ray. I personally feel more connected to the golden pink ray. But I also notice that there are many times when I think of it as the rose gold ray, the rose gold ray. Uh, remember, too, that how people perceive the, hmm, we could say, visual uh, or the qualities of these rays will depend on their perception. So it's important to have your own connection to these aspects of our experience, such as the rays, the flames, the solar aspects of deity, uh, your own experience of the Holy Spirit, your own experience of the angels and the masters and the ancestors. We all have our own experience of them. I was speaking with Regina Don Akers on the radio show this morning. It's always such a supreme joy to connect with her. I just feel such a sisterhood with her. I feel so uh, aligned with her. And I'll share more about that later. But um, She talked in the show today about her desire to know the truth and looking for it in different things, which ultimately led her to open to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and also Inner Ramana, and uh, those are her two books. Uh, and which I've not read them. I've um, looked through the uh, New Testament book, um, NTI, as she calls it. Uh, but the thing is, and I had a conversation with Venerable last week when we were traveling. Gosh, that seems a long time ago now. Um, and we were talking about channeled works versus uh, direct knowing. And uh, I think it's so important to cultivate the willingness and the desire for direct knowing because it has a quality to it that's so transformative. It's like a healing balm. It um, it has a different form of nourishment. So to me, as clear as Aurelia is, as clear as the course is, and even, let's say, disappear Parents of the Universe, or Joel Goldsmith, uh, Patricia Robles. there's nothing more clear than that direct connection, because it transcends interpretation. Uh, so when we're reading something, I was talking a little bit about this last night, in the prayer class, where... I was reading from the manual for teachers about prayer and words. What is the role of words in healing? Strictly speaking, words play no part at all in healing. The motivating factor is prayer or asking. What you ask for, you receive, but this refers to the prayer of the heart, not to the words you use in praying. And then later on, it says, let us not forget, however, that words are but symbols of symbols. They are twice removed from reality. So, even some teaching where I'm passing my understanding or we're getting it from A Course in Miracles, it's still symbols of symbols. And, of course, symbols of truth are not symbols of symbols. Um, And that's why when we read A Course in Miracles, it's not symbols of symbols, because it's really not talking much about the world. It's talking about true reality. So it has a different vibration or experience of reading it. But nothing compares to that direct knowing. that direct communication that we have. We all receive it in different ways. As you know, I've talked about that many times. We feel, we see, we hear, we cognize. All these different ways that we are communing with our higher Holy Spirit self. So, Uh, Aurelia Louise Jones has an invocation to the Golden Pink Ray, which uh, Patricia Cota Robles talks about it as being a a ray of divine purpose. Divine qualities are divine purpose, enthusiasm, and joy. That's what she says, and that's common. And for me, living the divine purpose is the greatest joy. So there's that connection there. There's a connection in that golden-pink ray. The joy of being heart-focused, living from your heart. What greater joy could there be than living a loving life? So that pink ray of divine love is in there. Just as in the violet flame, you have the rose pink ray and the blue ray joining together to create the violet ray. In the rose pink ray, you've got that essence of divine love and revealing it being our holy purpose and our greatest joy. And you have uh, that golden aspect to it. And that golden ray is, versus the yellow ray of wisdom and illumination, the golden ray is that essence of peace, uh, the essence of abundance, And so that is our divine purpose to represent, to represent the love, the peace, the prosperity. So when I connect with this ray, it just feels so uplifting. I love it. And I dearly love this prayer the invocation to the golden pink ray from Aurelia. So, I'm going to share it with you now in the last portion. I'm going to repeat three times. So, I invite you to call into your mind, into your awareness, into your field, this golden pink ray of divine purpose, prosperity, and abundance. What greater abundance is there than that we are born of divine love? So this is our joy, the unconditional joy, born of the unconditional love that we are. So I invite you to see this golden pink ray. Filling your entire being, running up and down your main channel, your chakras there, clearing out all the chakras, filling your entire physical space, radiating out into your aura. So we're literally embodying it. These rays. Are our true nature. We are rainbow beings, cultivating that rainbow body, beings of love and light. Allowing yourself to have this experience of being completely vibrating with this golden pink ray, this pure essence. In the name of the victorious presence of God I am, I call to the heart of beloved Serapis Bay, and the Brotherhood of the Ascension Flame at Luxor, beloved Saint Germain, beloved Sananda, beloved Sanat Kumara, and Lady Venus, seven mighty Elohim, and seven beloved Archangels, and the seven Chohans of the Rays, I invoke the golden pink ray from the heart of God to enfold my four main body systems and all of my other subtle bodies, and I say, Golden pink light from the heart of God, Golden pink light from the heart of God, Golden pink light from the heart of God, Infuse my form with thy dazzling golden pink radiance, Saturate me with the golden pink light from above, Saturate me with the pure white ascension flame. Raise me up into thy eternal glory. Resurrect my entire consciousness, being, and world. Illumine and charge me with the light of cosmic love for the victory of my ascension and the victory of my eternal freedom. In the light. As I call this for myself and for the earth, I also call this for every man, woman, and child on this planet. And so it is, beloved, I am. Golden pink light from the heart of God, golden pink light from the heart of God, golden pink light from the heart of God, infuse my form with thy dazzling golden pink radiance, saturate me with the golden pink light from above, saturate me with the pure white ascension flame, raise me up into thy eternal glory, resurrect my entire consciousness, being and world. Illumine and charge me with the light of cosmic love for the victory of my ascension and the victory of my eternal freedom in the light. As I call this for myself and for the earth, I also call this for every man, woman, and child on this planet. And so be it, beloved, I am. Golden pink light from the heart of God. Golden pink light from the heart of God. Golden pink light from the heart of God. Infuse my form with thy dazzling golden pink radiance. Saturate me with the golden pink light from above. Saturate me with the pure white ascension flame. Raise me up into thy eternal glory. Resurrect my entire consciousness being and world illumine and charge me with the light of cosmic love for the victory of my ascension and the victory of my eternal freedom in the light as I call this for myself and for the earth I also call this for every man woman and child on this planet and so it is beloved I am victory is mine victory is mine Victory is mine, and so it is, Beloved I Am, Beloved I Am, Beloved I Am. Take that deep breath of love and gratitude, opening your heart, opening your whole being even more to this golden pink ray. to that ascension flame calling for the perfection of every electron of life now made manifest and sustained by Holy Grace. seeing that golden pink ray soaking and saturating Mother Earth and all her many beings, all the kingdoms of the Earth. Every electron of life now made manifest and sustained by Holy Grace, completely soaked and saturated with that golden pink ray, divine purpose, Joy, enthusiasm, and from this place of aligning with divine purpose and awakening i invite you to bring into your awareness any grudge or resentment regret guilt blame or shame that you are still treasuring in some way shape or form you're still energizing it in some way shape or form it still holds value for you it's still a complaint that's active in your mind still something that you hold apart that has value that you need that when you think of it, your energy shifts. You go into an old, familiar pattern. The upset is right there. The belief's right there. And I invite you into a willingness to cognize what is the true value that this has for you? What is the true value that it has for you? And rather than simply say, it has no value for me anymore, While that is true, the ego may still find it valuable and you might find yourself agreeing with the ego about that from time to time. So let us see what is the perceived value that occasionally arises in the mind or consistently arises in the mind. How is the value of separation being energized in the feelings, the beliefs, the attitudes, the thoughts around this issue? Let us clearly perceive how we're choosing to energize the separation and make it real of value. The more upsetting it is, the more real it is that we're making it. If there's another person involved, or other people involved, every single one of them is on a mission from God to help us recognize the degree to which we still value and treasure separation. And we're actively choosing to energize it. So let us give thanks for their efforts to support us in our realizing the truth that sets us free. Let us give great thanks that they're supporting us in surrendering a belief in separation, a valuing separation. Let us also recognize that these people are aspects of our own self, not apart from us. They're reflecting back to us our willingness or lack of it. So the opportunity here is to open our heart and embrace ourselves. if there's someone that we're experiencing as not trustworthy, not loving, how are they being a mirror to us? If we take whatever judgments we're holding against that person and we turn and say them into a mirror see that person is a mirror we're speaking to the mirror what are we saying to the mirror what are we saying to our reflection what is it that we're projecting onto this person that we actually believe about ourselves What is it about this belief that we have about ourselves that we're not willing to look at, so we're projecting it out onto the mirror? So we're projecting what we believe about ourselves onto the mirror. Perhaps we're projecting it onto the mirror because we no longer wish to believe it about ourselves. Is there a willingness now to surrender the belief completely? If so, then we can go back to this Affirmation in the earlier prayer. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I accept my ascension now and I fully accept my divinity. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I fully accept my divinity. With the deepest love, humility, gratitude, and surrender, I fully accept my divinity. I am already as holy as holy can be. We allow ourselves to make a holy offering to surrender any belief that we're not already as holy as holy can be. Surrendering perception for true knowing, for truth. Allowing ourselves to continue to feel a golden pink ray in every part of our being. Breathing deeply, allowing ourselves to have a healing right now. Consider the end of chapter 5, page 90 in the text, regarding any residue that we have of upset about this person or people who are mirroring us. We offer this prayer, this connection with the Holy Spirit, the higher Holy Spirit itself. And we say, I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I made this wrong decision myself. And now I'm offering it. I choose to decide for peace. I will to be at peace. I do not need to feel guilty because the Holy Spirit undoes all the consequences of my wrong decisions. I let the Holy Spirit work in my mind now. I do not need to feel guilty because the Holy Spirit is undoing all the consequences of my wrong decision in all directions of time and space. All the consequences, all the negative karma of all the wrong decisions, all the unloving choices, all the active Decisions to align with the ego and choose separation in all directions of time and space are being undone. All the consequences falling away. Our willingness to know the truth that sets us free dissolves and resolves that negative karma. We allow the Holy Spirit to decide for God, for us. I allow the Holy Spirit to decide for God, for me. We lay the burdens down. Squeezed every bit of learning out of them been placed in our mind, we seal the door on the past, no longer necessary to revisit it, unless in doing so we can be truly helpful. We're grateful. Of <sighs> course, in miracles tells us that perception Was introduced after our experience of separation started, and that no one has ever been sure of anything since then. In the section Beyond Perception, which is on page 44, chapter 3, Jesus says to us right in the beginning. I have also made it clear that the resurrection was the means for the return to knowledge, which was accomplished by the union of my will with the Father's. We can now establish a distinction that will clarify some of our subsequent statements. Since the separation, the words create and make have become confused. When you make something, you do so out of a specific sense of lack or need. Anything made for a specific purpose has no true generalizability. When you make something to fill a perceived lack, you are tacitly implying that you believe in separation. The ego has invented many ingenious thought systems for this purpose. None of them is creative. Inventiveness is wasted effort, even in its most ingenious form. The highly specific nature of invention is not worthy of the abstract creativity of God's creations. Knowledge is always stable, and it is quite evident that you are not. Nevertheless, you are perfectly stable as God created you. In this sense, when your behavior is unstable, you are disagreeing with God's idea of your creation. You can do this if you choose, but you would hardly want to do it if you were in your right mind. So our experience of the mirror of our mind and its attachments is a gift to us to help us see what we are choosing to make in this world. but it is a house of mirrors. It is always going to be a distorted view. We're cultivating clear perception, clear knowing. Beyond perception, clear knowing. True discernment. so that even what we see with our eyes and touch with our hands, we can see it purely as symbols. We can see with God's eyes. Herein lies our joy and our freedom and our divine purpose. Perception is a continual process of accepting and rejecting, organizing and reorganizing, shifting and changing. Evaluation is an essential part of perception because judgments are necessary in order to select. What happens to perceptions if there are no judgments and nothing but perfect equality? Perception becomes impossible. So we cultivate this willingness to change our mind through surrendering all the beliefs to the Holy Spirit for clarification. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to this truth that sets us free. so grateful, so grateful that the Holy Spirit unwinds all the consequences, and we can choose freedom right now, this now, this very moment, we're doing it together, the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love. To bring benefit to all beings. So we share those benefits now. We allow our healing now. We let it be now. And so it is. Amen. 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 So I'm going to invite you to take a moment and write down any insight or perception you have about your experience of the mirror. In a moment here, I will unmute everyone. invite you to share openly and honestly your revelation. and uh, to encourage that. I'd like to share with you uh, from uh, the course it's the section 2 answer to prayer in chapter 9 and it's at the bottom of page 164 it says in the text you know you can no more pray for yourself alone than you can find joy for yourself alone prayer is the restatement of inclusion directed by the Holy Spirit under the laws of God salvation is of your brother the Holy Spirit extends from your mind to your brother's mind and answers you so think of your brother as being that mirror the Holy Spirit extends from your mind to this person who's the mirror, and answers you. You cannot hear the voice for God in yourself alone, because you're not alone. And the Holy Spirit's answer is only for what you are. You will not know the trust I have in you until you extend it. This is what Jesus is telling us here. You will not know the trust I have in you until you extend it. So let us open our heart and mind to extend trust to this person who is mirroring back to us. You will not trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit or believe that it is for you unless you hear it in others. This is why we gather together. You will not trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit or believe that it's for you unless you hear it in others. This is why we go to psychics and intuitives and teachers of all kind. There's nothing wrong with it. We're looking to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. It must be for your brother because it is for you. It must be for your brother because it is for you. Would God have created a voice for you alone? Could you hear God's answer except as he answers all of God's sons? Hear of your brother what you would have me hear of you. So listen to the mirror Speak to you in the same way that you would like to have Jesus listen to you. Listen, give the same listening attentiveness to that person who's mirroring you that you would like Jesus to give to you. Hear of your brother, hear of the mirror, what you would have me hear of you. For you would not want me to be deceived. We can listen honestly. We can share honestly. Jesus is going to help us. We do not wish to deceive him. We would like the maximum help healing, support, so we don't have to play games with Jesus, pretend with Jesus. Our honesty is healing to us. We cannot hide from Jesus anyway. We share the same mind. Where could we hide? And the same is true with the mirror with our brothers and sisters. Jesus says, I love you for the truth in you, as God does. I love you for the truth in you, as God does. Your deceptions may deceive you, but they cannot deceive me. Knowing what you are, I cannot doubt you. I hear only the Holy Spirit in you who speaks to me through you. If you would hear me, hear my brothers in whom God's voice speaks. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. Do not listen to anything else, or you will not hear Truly. Believe in your brothers because I believe in you. And you will learn that my belief in you is justified. Believe in me by believing in them for the sake of what God gave them. They will answer you if you learn to ask only truth of them. They will answer you. They will answer the deep desire of your heart to know the truth that sets you free if you are truly interested in the truth. Do not ask for blessings without blessing them. For only in this way can you learn how blessed you are. By following this way, you are seeking the truth in you. This is not going beyond yourself, but toward yourself. Hear only God's answer in His Son's, and you are answered. There is a price you will pay for judgment, because judgment is the setting of a price. And as you set it, you will pay it. Hear of your brother what you would have me hear of you. The answer to all prayers lies in our brothers and sisters, and our willingness to know the truth about them sets us free. No longer bearing false witness against anyone, including ourselves, We consciously partner with the Holy Spirit, with Lord Sananda, our teacher, and the company of heaven. We accept all guidance, insight, wisdom, clarity. We call for all divine assistance in releasing attachments, cravings, aversions, and addictive compulsive tendencies and temptations allowing that golden pink ray to permeate and saturate every particle of our being aligning with the holy purpose of our life salvation of all We're worthy of it. It's why we've come. So we accept it now. We choose it now. We decide for God now. We allow our healing. We allow our willingness to expand to total willingness. Surrendering all belief and lack and limitation, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to unmute everyone here. Such a beautiful space we've created together. Thank you so much. So I'm going to unmute everyone now. We are all unmuted. And I'm going to suggest now that anyone who came in late to uh, be sure to listen to the whole first part of this class, the first hour, uh, because it's very progressive in order to get the full benefit. So I'd like to devote the rest of our time here to um, hearing your uh, aha's and insights about working with the mirror in this way—is anybody willing to share?
1: Jennifer, I'll share.
0: Great, Barbara. Um, the
1: you know what I'm finding is that there are so many layers to relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, with my daughter, I mean, you know, uh, I think we've always had sort of, we've always been opposites, Uh, sort of an adversarial kind of, you know, low-key, but still there. And uh, uh, I know uh, since she's been here, There are a number of things that I I do, spiritual things that she likes, but she's not... uh, And and when she first came, she, oh, I love that, I want to do that, but she's not doing it. And I think it has to do with that, uh, not doing what I'm doing exactly. Um, So when I looked in the mirror, what I was doing was projecting difficulty on her she's so difficult um she's so contrary this kind of thing and uh but what i realized um is that's that's how she sees me as well i believe mhm mhm, and you know, and i think and and I've heard her say a number of times. Oh, you're just like mother. That's my mother, we all call her mother. Um and I thought about that and I said, you know, that's how I felt about my mother. Mm. And do, you know. I didn't I hadn't realized that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that barrier because uh she's gonna take over. Mm-hmm. And Tell me what to start telling me what to do all over again, mhm, and uh telling me uh, you know I can't be right with her, mhm, you know she's always right, mhm so, um so that's that's what I got,
0: and how does that feel to you
1: um, well, you know, I'm grateful to know it i'm I'm grateful that it's coming out. Um, I uh, I really I start what I what I just started is um, a divine experiment on that with my daughter again. I started another divine experiment to erate to uh, clear up that adversarial kind of a relationship and have a more loving relationship. So because it 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 doesn't it doesn't feel good to have that between us. I want, you know, more, um, more of a close, loving kind of a relationship.
0: And how does it feel to see reflected in in your daughter uh, these thoughts, these beliefs? Well,
1: I'll. I was surprised. I um, I'm not quite sure how I was feeling about it necessarily. Um, I mean, I feel bad that that has, it's coming between us. I don't, it doesn't make me feel good that that's come, that's between us. But on the other hand, I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful to see it. To know, to, to, for it to come up i'm i'm i feel um a sense of gratitude. I don't know if that's answering what you're asking me or not
0: yes, and this this is wonderful, and it's wonderful that you're sharing it with us and what role does responsibility play in your healing Mm. well
1: i i I take full responsibility for it you know this is my stuff and uh, i'm i'm
0: responsible and and can you take that responsibility in a spirit of joy
1: yeah, I, th- I believe so. Uh, I- I'm grateful that it's up because I can do something about it. I-, I see it. And I can change it.
0: Indeed. And one of the things that happens is we have these realizations. Our mind opens to a clearer ability to cognize what's going on and then we're not interested in really holding on to that awareness so it slips away we fall back into blame into thinking they should do things differently Mm -hmm. we fall back into thinking i'm wrong and i'm bad so this mirror is reflecting that you can look at and see and literally heal from your whole for your whole ancestry Mm. generations past and future Mm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so because I've definitely had this kind of experience many times and to me there was a great joy in recognizing ah I'm the Mm. appointed one here. I get to, this is my piece of work to do.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm grateful to see it.
0: So how, how do you hold it in your mind now? How do you work with it in your mind in order to bring the healing?
1: with it Um I I I accept it I accept what it is and uh, I give thanks for knowing what it is and I give it over to the Holy Spirit <laughs>
0: Yes, and when these patterns come up in your mind again with your daughter. So say mm-hmm. what you said before about uh, yeah. how the thoughts that you have about your daughter. Mm-hmm. What were uh, they? I'm
1: no longer interested in that.
0: No, no, no. What are the judgments that you have about your daughter?
1: Oh, uh, in this thing up? here?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that she's difficult and she's contrary. She won't listen she thinks she knows but she has a closed mind those kinds of things Mm -hmm.
0: and is that what you'd like to continue to see and experience
1: no no I wouldn't I would like for that to change
0: right so can you hold those thoughts about her and experience a change no are you sure
1: well, I, I just yeah, well, I just do. Them. I, I give it over to the Holy Spirit, and then I accept a new thought in its place.
0: Yeah. Because I know in my own journey, there have been so many times when I thought I wanted a new experience, mm-hmm. but I wasn't willing to have a new thought.
1: I'm willing I, I believe I'm willing to have a new thought. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm willing to listen to her and I believe I'm willing to think before I speak to her. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to, to listen. And um and maybe we do differ, but looking for a different way to say it. Yeah a different way to be, you know, with her in that way.
0: I'd like to suggest an exercise for you and your daughter to do. Okay. And since I've met her, you could even say that this came up in class today. You don't have to say that it came up regarding the two of you, but just as a suggested exercise. And this is for anyone who's having a challenge with a person who's mirroring back to them. Uh And I I learned this in in a most interesting way from my practical life experience. I was, and I've shared this in class somewhere along the way. I don't remember when, but um, many years ago, I was visiting my brother and his wife, Debbie, and um, they were living in Brooklyn at the time, and they were looking for a home in New Jersey. And they were very upset with each other and it's hard for me to remember exactly what the details were but it was something like uh debbie thought that if they got this particular house then their lives and their children's lives would be greatly improved there were so many wonderful things about the house the location the school district etc that it would just it would be Absolutely wonderful for the whole family if they could get that house. And my brother had an opposing opinion. He thought if they got that house, it would be their ruin, that it would be a terrible mistake, and that they would be suffering for many years to come if they moved into that house for whatever his reasons were. So they had completely opposite opinions about this house, but they each saw it as so extreme. This will be our salvation. This will be our destruction, you know, totally opposing views. And so they were really upset with each other. And I could feel being with them and being around them that the reason why they were so upset about it. It's really not because they had different because of the house. The house had nothing to do with it. What they were really upset about was that they disagreed. That's what was really bothering them was that they had different values So they thought, and that the shock of that, oh, this person has a totally different viewpoint from me. How do I continue in this relationship with this person who means so much to me if we're so completely in different corners on this topic? And so it was really rattling them to the core about their relationship. And, of course, the other thing that was intensely upsetting them was uh, the many judgments that they had, that the person was wrong and stupid or whatever was going on in their minds, I don't really know. So all of that was creating a tremendous amount of upset, and they were taking it out on each other, and it was distressing for them. And so Spirit guided me to help them, and I just said, you know, I'm a therapist, and I can support you in this if you like We could have a conversation about it, and they were so desperate (laughs) they were willing to accept my help. And so, what I just said was, um, okay, just tell me. What what would you like for your family? What what are the values that you have and what is the, the, the values that you like in your home? So they started to, uh, you know, like I think, you know, one of them went first. Like Debbie went first and she said, well, I'd like to have this feeling and that feeling and all the things that she valued. And I said, Michael, are there any values there that she's putting forth that you disagree with? And he said, no, no, I'm totally on board with all those values. I said, OK, so you're totally aligned, the two of you. Just this house, it's a symbol. It represents different things to you. One For one of you, it represents your values. And for the other, it doesn't. So you have the same values. You're on the same page. You're moving in the same direction. It's just this house represents different things for you. So knowing that you have the same values, you can you can find a a house that represents this the your your agreed value system and they felt so much relief from that so the the thing that i'm suggesting to you barbara that you could do is you could sit down with your daughter and just say what are the things that you hold dear in your life what's important to you i'd like to tell you Here here are some of the things that I hold valuable and dear. But if you can do it in a way that you're hoping that you and your daughter will be on the same page. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, and you can say, like, I value my spiritual practice and awakening to God, even though I see that there are many choices I make that you wouldn't know that was a value to me because I'm not choosing that. I'm choosing something else. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just own that, then it will help you to see that the same is true for your daughter.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's in a different place than you because you've been studying this very intently for years. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still not 100% committed. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you aspire to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And if mm. you look at where you were 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but if you can look for, how is it that you and your daughter are alike? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because really the judgments that you have against her are the judgments you have against yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So being able to love her where she is helps you to love yourself where you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can see that so well. I see that in in my in in my cousin. I, 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 in fact, I, I almost told her, if I say anything critical to you, I'm talking to myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. She shows, she shows me me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's that commitment to be so completely loving to your daughter as a way of being loving to yourself, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because anything you can't accept in her is what you can't accept in yourself mirrored back to you. Yeah. Yeah. What could you not accept if you but knew? That everything was gently planned by one whose only interest is your good. Oh,
1: yeah. That's so beautiful.
0: I know. And that's what your daughter is showing you, the inconsistencies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In in choosing what you desire from your heart versus choosing from the ego. Mm. She's just showing it to you. Mhm, writ large, mm-hmm. yes, and you're showing her the same thing,
1: mhm, mm-hmm. and it
0: upsets you both, <laughs> but if we can remember to laugh if we can even laugh at our inconsistencies- rather than judge them,
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: yeah, wow. I do encourage you to listen to the radio show with me and Regina today because one of the things she was talking about is, uh, I I used to say it differently, but we were talking about the same thing. So she was talking about it's so common for spiritual students to judge that they should be more advanced than they are. Yeah. (laughs) And I know when I was, you know, the first 10 years I was on this path, I was always thinking I should be in graduate school with a PhD but I'm in nursery school here. Oh yeah, yes I got it. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I wanna be an Olympic Oh my god. Uh, you know, <laughs> high jumper and I'm I can't stop falling down, you know. I can't even stand up straight. <laughs> you know, but I'm thinking I should be an Olympic high jumper. You <laughs> know, something like that. So it's insanity. It's insanity, and it's it's that constant thinking that things should be different. Yeah. Mm. When when it, it that will never be true. We can relieve ourselves of all the discomfort we create with that thought by just recognizing, no matter how much we think that thought is, still never going to be true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing that should ever be different.
1: Hmm
0: all right so before we close out we're a little over time here would anybody else like to share anything anybody else like to share anything at all well i would just like to say that your community call this past weekend so beautiful so beautiful to hear Natalie's voice and just a beautiful connection and call. So lighthearted and sweet and loving. And I, I feel so blessed to be a part of this community. I truly, truly do. I'm so grateful. Very, very grateful. And um next week, we will not have class. We're taking a week off. I'll be in Baja. I'll be with you in spirit. And uh, you'll be with me in spirit, as you always are. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and to take this breath of love and gratitude together. We're grateful and thankful to bless those who volunteer to mirror us. We're grateful and thankful for the love that they show us and the light that they are, the illumination that we Receive from that reflection. So grateful and so thankful that we're all one. So grateful that all love is self love and we're loving ourselves this day and sharing the benefits with everyone. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 I love you thoroughly. And thank you, Barbara, for sharing and being willing.
1: Thank you, Jennifer.
0: God bless. Thank you, Jennifer. God bless, LaGena. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.